1: Alrighty, welcome to another edition of Growing in Grace. I'm the Breeze Man, Joel Breezeke, and Mike the Cap. Capler is with me. You know, last time we were, last couple times, we really, we were, we were talking about, Cap, we were talking about the whole idea of the Christian life not being about our own strength, not being about what we can muster up, not about us going out there and just fighting all these spiritual battles for God, but really about it being His strength in us. It being about His work that He does in and through us. and And we even talked about, you know, that passage of Scripture from Ephesians six, where it talks about how. Uh, You know, we be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, and it talks about putting on the whole armor of God, and I was actually, I was talking with someone about, uh, about, actually not about this particular passage, but he did bring something up from it, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and this friend of mine was saying, it's not the sword of the Christian that we bear (laughs) it's just the sword of the spirit and i think that to me that really that just like yeah light went on there Going, it's not me it's it's not my own abilities my own strength my own sword it's not my own ideas that i'm that i'm trying to get others to convince others of but it's really it's the sword of the spirit it's the word of god it's his word it's his actions in and through us and all and so on and so forth not the sword of the christian that really stuck out to me but we're going to move on to some other things bounce kind of bouncing off of this into some other things but first off uh after that lengthy introduction how you doing cap (laughs) That was just the intro, huh? We're going to need a longer program. By the way, there's two minutes left in this program. (laughs) Um,
0: I like that, though, about the sword, because we often talk about, I've got my sword, I've got my sword, you got your sword? Uh, The Bible says that our our weapons are are not carnal in nature, but they're mighty through God. And so really they're they're weapons that are are borrowed, if you can say that, or they've been been given to us, might be a better way to say it. Weapons that... um, really belong to somebody else and that of course is is the Lord himself. So that that's good, but Joel, uh, the foundation of this program has been always centered around our identity in Christ. We talk a lot about that here over the last 5 years on these programs that we call Growing in Grace. We're going to do some ABCs here. Now, it, it we might have a new perspective, a fresh perspective on some of it, but you know, people wouldn't be able to write books if they didn't understand The letters in the alphabet. you got to be able to know your ABCs, right? And that's really where I'm at. I I get more satisfaction out of being able to communicate to believers the true gospel and and the freedom that we have in that, helping them to understand what has already been accomplished through the finished work of Christ and that they are now a righteous individual as a believer in Christ. I I love talking about this, especially Mm -hmm. with people who have been saturated all of their lives with religiosity yeah. that really doesn't have a whole lot of life in it. And uh, this is where I'm at. So do I like to grow and learn and that sort of thing? Of course I do. But i, I got to be honest with you, Joel. I, I'll bet that like in the case between you and me where we both came into the, the so-called grace walk around the same time, Joel has probably taken more time to uh, search Broader boundaries out there as far as grace goes, you know. There's a whole realm of things to learn out there. Whereas, you know, I, I haven't pursued a lot of that. Of course, I continue to grow and learn, but I'm so content with just trying to establish myself in some some of the more simplistic things of the gospel because I think. For many of us, that in and of itself is a lifelong journey. So mm-hmm. we're going to focus on some things here that, if, if we don't understand and build a good foundation on some of these things that we're going to be talking about, you know, sometimes uh, trying to leapfrog around and, and learn some other things about the scripture might not do us as much good. So this is good foundation stuff here, Joel. And not to sound political here, but you know, these political parties here in America, we we call it these things platforms. Uh, you know, the Democrats, the Republicans, they both have their platforms. Identity is really the foundational platform from which we must build on when it comes to the gospel. But there's a bunch of planks in the platform that I think we'll be talking about here in the weeks and maybe even the months ahead.
1: Yeah, I think that's you know the, the whole idea of of a foundation being necessary. And and you see, right now as we record, I'm sitting I'm sitting in my basement. This is where I got my. Uh, computer set up and and everything, and I can kind of see as I look around, I can see the the walls, you know, the foundation, I can see the floor, and the foundation is always necessary. It's always there. Uh, Yeah, my house has got a a floor on top of this, and it's got an attic, and it's got windows, and it's got doors, and it's got carpet, and it's got all these things. There's a lot of things to get into and to see and to experience in my house. (laughs) But it's the house will never be a complete house without the foundation. And so that's my heart, too. No matter what other areas I get into of growing and and understanding and and all of this stuff, I my heart is the same that um, I look at the foundation. It is simple. It's a simple concept, but there are many parts to it. and, And it's and it's very important. And so you know, that's what our our program has been based on for the last five and a half years, is the ABCs and 123s. I think no matter where a person is at in their walk, no matter where they're at, the ABCs and the 123s are always going to be necessary no matter what. So to me, it's my pleasure to keep on uh, sharing some of these perhaps more simple things that, that again, <laughs> a lot of people, as you say, there are a lot of people who have been Really doused in religiosity and religion and legalism, and they're wanting to get out and they're struggling to get out. And some of these things are really what is going to help a lot of people get out of that. So, with all that said, last week I asked a question as the show ended. (laughs) Uh, You know, some people say that we're trying, that we should try to be more like Jesus. We just need to be more like Jesus, but are we trying to be more like Jesus, Cap? Uh, I, I, I I, actually said, I think as we ended, that we gave up trying to be like Jesus. <laughs> I said we'd talk about that. So here we are. What's your thoughts, Cap?
0: Yeah, I think, in, in, again, in the religious and church world, by and large, what you've got is a, a mentality, and approach that is exactly that, trying to be more like Jesus. In fact, I, I heard... Somebody uh, a while back, speaking from from the pulpit, who said that this is what we're striving towards, is trying to be more like Jesus. The problem with that, Joel, is that so many people view this from a perspective of self-effort. I'm trying to behave. I'm trying to perform. My actions, I'm trying to bring in line with being more like Jesus, you know, the whole concept of what would Jesus do, and we'll, we'll talk maybe more about that here along the way. Um, so should we strive to be more like Jesus? No, you shouldn't strive for, for to do anything. Uh, we're, we're resting in him. Uh, we, we turn this thing uh, around inside out, trying to go in through the outdoor, and it's all about him. It, it's not about me trying to be like him. You know what it's really more about? It's more about how he Made me like him. Not, you know. I wasn't awarded um, uh, sonship. I wasn't awarded being a child of God by anything that I've done. It, it came through birth. Jesus called it the new birth. Um, just like I was born of my own parents, um, there was nothing that I could do to make myself more of a child of my mom and dad than what I already was. And so, Joel, I, I gave up a long time ago on on trying to be like Jesus because part of um, what we want to talk about here is the new identity that we have in Christ. He has already made us like him. Do I always behave like he would or like he does? No, but that's a, that's a separate issue. I, I am like him, and all believers are because we've been recreated in his image. I I love how somebody once said, and Joel, I I heard this 20 years ago, and I didn't get it. It sounded good to me. I liked it, but I really didn't understand it. And it was this. Jesus didn't come to make bad people good. He came to make dead people live. And while back then I didn't understand it, I've come into an awakening of what that really means now. So should I strive to be more like Jesus? Should I try to be more like him? no because now we're getting back into my own effort again and that's what we want to stay away from because that is not what the gospel is
1: mhm that's that's right it's uh it's the fact that uh you know i had no power in and of myself to do anything to make myself who i am i was dead and and uh, i had to be made alive and again yeah it wasn't me wasn't my efforts it had nothing to do with me it was the the power of uh, the resurrected life of christ uh, that has made us everything that we are and so to try to be like that is to you know act as if the flesh can do something better than what god has already done i was just looking in Colossians two. I know Colossians two ten in, in the New King James Version says that we are complete in Him. I, I was just looking in the Message version just for kicks here, and I love this so Colossians two nine and ten. Everything of God gets expressed in Him. That's in Christ. So you can see and hear Him clearly. You don't need a telescope, a microscope, or a horoscope to realize the fullness of Christ and the emptiness of the of the universe without Him. When you come to him, that fullness comes together for you, too. His power extends over everything. That fullness, the fullness of Christ. (laughs) You don't need a telescope, a microscope, or a horoscope. You don't need anything. Your flesh can't do it to realize the fullness of Christ. And when you come to him, that fullness comes together for you, too. And in you, we are complete in Christ, Again, by nothing that we could ever do. We gotta stop this. It's, you know, stop this trying to attain something because the Christian life is not about trying to attain something, but rather living from what Christ has already attained for us. See the big difference there? The big difference between how many try to live their lives trying to attain something and really God is saying hey i've given it to you i've given it to you already you might again like you were saying cap a person might not always behave like it but god has already given it to us and so we can live from that uh, position and from that state of being rather than trying to attain to it
0: yeah just just resting in his life instead of trying to be like him and i've said this before joel I don't think most people even, you know, when we say I'm trying to be more like Jesus, everybody has a different perception of what that is, first of all. We have these mentalities of how Jesus reacted and what he's really like, and I don't think most of us even could begin to predict or, or even imitate what Jesus might do in any certain situation. So for me to try to somehow guess or put effort into that, into that based on my perspective is going to miss the mark more often than not. And so just resting in his, this new life and allowing this life to just flow through me and live in that freedom is different than trying to be like him. I'm not out to try to do that. And there's so much more that I want to talk about, but I, I know we're going to be running out of time for this one. We, I guess we were trying to set a foundation for the first half of our program. And so this one went by kind of quick.
1: Yeah, that's right, Cap. And the, the whole idea, that whole, that, the foundation. Well, the foundation that is laid, the foundation that we're laying here today is really, it's a very important foundation, you know, knowing our identity in Christ and resting in that, again, rather than trying to imitate Christ or trying to be more like Him, rather we grow from the birth and the identity that is already ours.
0: This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski.